This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Mariah Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today, Dr. F.J. Campbell, Chief Medical Officer at Arden Health Services. Doctor, it's very nice to have you on the podcast. To get us started, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Sure. F.J. Campbell. Again, I'm the Chief Medical Officer of Arden Health Services. I'm an emergency medicine physician by training, and effectively guided to administration along the way to improve throughput. Um, That started off with Virtua Health. Then it went on to HCA and CHS. uh, And now I'm at Arden Health Services where I'm responsible for our clinical initiatives. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that background. So to jump right into our conversation today, can you tell me about your most successful project or initiative from the last year? What issues were you trying to solve? And also, what drove the success? Sure. No question about it. As we have been coming out of COVID um, and really thinking about workforce demands, uh, it really demonstrated to us that there has become an untenable amount of work for our nursing staff. And we began to really question, what are the elements of nursing workflow that we could literally automate? And that work has taken place in our Amarillo market at BSA, where we have endeavored to automate the collection of vital signs. Uh, Our partner in that is a company called BioIntelligence. Their product is BioButton. We've also done that in conjunction with Medtronic. And... Uh, the bio button is placed on patients, and we have the automated collection of heart rates, respiratory rate, and temperature. Um, two success stories come out of this. Number one, it's reducing some of the tasks, the mundane tasks at the bedside that occupy workflow for our nurses and our patient care technicians. Uh, but with 1,440 measurements per day per patient, it is provided a profound amount of data that is now going into our deterioration index called AlertWatch, which is much more effectively identifying patients who are deteriorating. And we have seen as a result uh, a reduction in length of stay and a reduction in mortality. Major success for us. So that was the last year, and we're in the process of rolling that out to further facilities. We've completed it in our Tulsa market and we'll be going to East Texas next. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us uh, that insight. And the next question I wanted to ask you is, as you know, the clinical workforce has changed a lot in the last few years for obvious reasons. Uh, What challenges are you still facing, and how do you see the clinical workforce evolving? We're going to have a virtual workforce working alongside an on-site workforce, Um, we've been talking about telehealth for decades now, and it's been very much focused on physicians. Um, Again, a byproduct of our experience coming out of COVID uh, was reflecting on the bedside care paradigm for both nurses and for patient care technicians. Um, 
we've been working with a company called Care AI. Um, we're in the midst of deploying 400 plus um, telehealth sensors per um, room across our East Texas market. And the goal there is to actually drive virtual nurses, virtual techs, and virtual attendings. Uh, this is about load balancing workflow for nurses, but also load uh, balancing acuity and patient volumes across uh, a whole market and our hub and spoke model. When we look at the virtual nurses, we are specifically thinking, again, what can we do to improve the workflows for our nurses and technicians working in the hospital? And we thought we could deploy virtual nurses who could take care of elements of the admission process, medication reconciliation, rounding, the discharge process, creating an environment where the nurses who are now present on site are not going to have to be so profoundly task-focused that they can concentrate more on critical thinking. And that's what we think is going to lead to a safer environment, both for our patients, our nurses, and our techs, as they are trying to execute on their patient care. When we realized that we could do that for nurses, we began to realize we could also extend this to bringing attendings from our tertiary care centers to our secondary hospitals for a multitude of clinical service lines to therefore increase the capability of our secondary hospitals and open up capacity at our tertiary care centers to take more patients in from the community. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that insight. And doctor, before I let you go, what is your best advice for aspiring physician and nurse leaders? We have become nearly symbiotic with technology. I know that's a dramatic statement. We no longer look at things like Epic as an EMR. It really has become our clinical operating system. Um, and there are increasingly will be tools that are going to allow us to go through a tremendous amount of patient data and really bring us down to the pertinent positives and the pertinent negatives. And that's going to be happening in the nursing front. That's going to be happening in the physician front. There's a new skill set that people are going to have to really embrace. It's not just how well you take a history. It's not just how well you come up with a differential diagnosis or how well you do a physical exam. There's also going to be a skill set, and people are really going to have to commit to learning the new skills around how do I lever the leverage the technology around me to most effectively and efficiently take care of the patients that I have. So that is something that people associate with hey, you're going to be able to more effectively do your workflows if you gain mastery over EMR. But there are going to be new systems that are going to be driving this, clinical decision support systems, artificial intelligence systems, and having that comfort level and having that understanding of necessity to gain mastery over these new technology systems, information systems coming in, I think people are going to have to really know that their success and their happiness in this work will involve embracing these technologies. Yes, thank you so much for those final thoughts, doctor. This has definitely been an amazing and informative discussion. So again, I wanna thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. My pleasure, take care.
It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.